Konnichiwa, my friends, and welcome to another exciting installment of FixItNow.com Appliance Repair Radio. Samurai Appliance Repairman with you, along with... Mrs. Samurai. And we're going to wrap up the third thrilling trilogy of Samurai's 12 Laws of Appliance Repair. I know you guys have been waiting a long time for this. Uh, and I, we were cruel. We made them wait a few days. Made we're wait. really but, sorry. You know, sometimes a good thing, you know, wait for it. Wait for it. The what? anticipation. Here it is. And so we won't make you wait any longer except for this brief word from our sponsor. Fixitnow.com. Samurai Appliance Repairman. Very, very good. Appliance broke? Fix it yourself. Save big bucks. Fixitnow.com. Appliance Repairman. Help thousands of people fix their own appliance. We can help you too. Uh, Fixitnow.com. Welcome back, my friends. All right, Mrs. Samurai. All right, let's get straight to it. Where are we starting? Number nine. Samurai's ninth law of appliance repair. That's it. Nothing kills biogucus like chlorine. Well, that seems uh, nice and short, but uh, it's just common sense, really. You know, use chlorine because the gucus loves to grow in dark, moist environments like your condensate drain line in your refrigerator, the um, rubber boot around the uh, door of a front-loading washer. I wouldn't actually put the uh, chlorine directly on there, but, you know, wash occasionally with chlorine just to kill everything, circulate it through. Right. I like chlorine. First, let's let's point out uh, biogucus, which I do think is you know. Oh, that's a technical term. Yes, term it of is. art. Yeah. I think everybody probably knows we're talking about yeah that slimy black gross stuff that we don't like and it's bad for you. Yeah, unwanted living things that are growing in your appliances where they shouldn't. Right. Be. Well, we have a front loader, and that's uh, in terms of washer machines. That's where people complain often about smells. Yeah, you get that a lot. Um, and there's a lot of moisture that stays in there. Two quick fixes: one, leave your door open in between. That's probably the most washes. important thing. Right. I know a lot of people they'll leave their front load uh, washer door closed. Of course, that promotes a nice dark, still air. Promotes the growth of all right. the uh, the nasties. So right. open it up so it can dry out. Yep. And also, if you run um, at least um, a, a certain percentage of your loads with some sort of um, biogucus killer, biogucus killer mm-hmm. or germ killing agent, chlorine if they're whites is fine. Or um, nerve, nerve gas is good. Agent Orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or uh, a non chlorine bleach. Or Shackley has a really good one called Basic G that I use on other. All the loads that have colored clothes in them. And yeah. my front That's washer right. is smelling nice and fresh after seven plus years of use. Well, and, and seven plus years of washing my skivvies. Yeah. Oh, well, that's why it smells so sweet. Doggy. Well, for the rest of you out there who don't have the privilege of washing the samurai skivvies, you'll just have to use the bleach and leave the door open. Well, that's the, that's the breaks. You know, skid right. marks across the sky. Well, shall we move on? Let's move on. Samurai's Tenth Law. The tenth law of appliance repair. Never move an appliance to make a repair unless you absolutely, absolutely have to. Absolutely have to. Another one I learned the hard way. Back, mm. remember, I don't know if you remember like ten years ago. Except back when your back was healthy and strong? Yeah. Well, it, was, it wasn't just that, but I remember when I first, what is it, like ten, fifteen years ago, something like that, mm-hmm. when I started uh, doing this and uh, oh, I'd go in all enthusiastic and macho man and something wrong with the dryer, I just go ahead and immediately pull it right out. 
Oh, only to find out that they had some cheesy, crappy little dryer vent on there, or it was just a little stub of a dryer vent sticking out of the wall that you had to line up the dry, the exhaust port on the dryer just perfectly with it, and you had to be, or you had to be some contortionist oh, to be able to get behind there. Extendable arm. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah. man, so anyway, that was one that I learned the hard way. So, and and lots of times too, you don't even have to pull the appliance out from the wall, depending on how nice the engineers were to the service. Right, and, and most of the most of the newer model washers and dryers. You don't need to pull them out. They're mostly, for the most part, for most things you need to do, they're serviceable from the front. Now, sometimes on washers, you got to pull it out to change out a washer hose or something like that. But for a repair that doesn't involve, where you don't absolutely have to, to, to pull it out, of course, the classic example is a dryer. Don't, because you're, you chances are you'll create problems. Even more problems than you had. and So that's good news for you. Less you have to do. It's That's much less you'd have to do. So... All right. Let's move on to Samurai's 11th law. Samurai's 11th law of appliance repair is raw power is dirty power. Ooh, what's oh. raw power? I'll have I'll have power and I want it raw. Like like eating, you know, undercooked. It's like beef tartare, you know, power okay. tartare. So, but this is um, a lot of people don't realize this, but the power that's available at your wall outlet, that's the raw power. If it's if it's not going through any kind of surge suppression or filtering device, that is raw power. Raw power is dirty power. And what do I mean by dirty? Dirty is stuff like voltage surges, voltage sags, voltages can swell. You can have spikes, transient spikes from stuff being turned on and off either in your house or out in the power line. If they switch over capacitors, they'll do power factor correcting. All kinds of stuff the power company's done uh, is doing to um, uh, switch power over depending on demand and to meet demand will affect the power that the quality of the power that you receive at your house and so all of this and a lot of computer equipment also creates harmonics which really wreaks havoc on a lot of uh, appliances the electronic controls in your appliance are what's susceptible to these things mm -hmm. you know a lot of people don't realize uh, just like you wouldn't most people wouldn't think of plugging their computer directly into a wall outlet right most appliances today have a computer in them Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunately, and we've talked about this in the, I think in a previous uh, episode where um, manufacturers using electronic boards to do things that used to be and still could be done by uh, simple, reliable mechanical switches. Right, but, but we like using these those boards. nice lighty-uppy buttons. Yes, everybody likes the beep beeps and they like to oh, touch yeah. things. The, you know, the, the nice flat touch pads and they, easy they touch to clean. it. It is easy to clean. Yeah, That's one is, nice thing. But still, there's that. But uh, there's there are you other pay ways a lot for that. that. You do. You end up paying, and you have a, an appliance that is mo more vulnerable to failure. And one of those common ways is from dirty power. The golden rule here is: treat your appliance like you would your computer. Don't plug it directly into the wall. So use a surge suppressor or some type of uh, conditioning device. Surge suppression is the most common, and it's pretty inexpensive too. You can go get one of the ones that that plug into into the wall and then you just plug your appliance into that They're like 10 bucks or less from yeah, any hardware store just a few bucks <clears throat> yeah of course you can pay more and get more protection but that's that's the, that's what this is really talking about here don't try don't assume that uh, just because the power is there at your outlet that uh, it's good clean power because most of the uh, most of the damage to your appliance electronics come from the crap on your power lines yeah now what about dryers with the funky prongs you can't oh, just use a little surge Well, you're talking about like an electric dryer. Right. Because you've got a, a special outlet there. You've got a 240 outlet. And this mm -hmm. would also apply to an electric oven. 
That's a good good point because um, the only way you can really do any surge suppression there is at the fuse box. Mm. You've got to have an electrician install. In this case, it would be a whole house surge suppression. Mm -hmm. So it would cover not just for the dryer or range circuit, but everything in your house. Unfortunately, because I, I personally don't know of any uh, plug-in surge protector for a 240 outlet. <clears throat> I've, I've actually looked for them. I just don't know. I don't know of any. Right. Seems like they should make them. Yeah. Or somebody somebody could make a killing making right. manufacturing this. There's your million dollar idea. There you go. Okay, let's uh, last one here. Samurai's twelfth law oh, of appliance repair. I, wait, come to the... Drum roll. Oh. This is it. You woke up the dog. Oh Bubba. I'm sorry, Bubba. Yeah. Bubba, Bubba's our studio audience here. Yeah, and he's snoring, or he was. I don't know if that's any indication of the quality of the show. Yeah, probably him along with everybody else listening. All right. Well, you know, cure for insomnia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This show is no, is guaranteed. It's, it's been proven to cure insomnia. <laughs> All right. Summarize 12th and final law of appliance repair. Neutral is not ground. Ground is not neutral. That's yeah. almost a haiku. It, it, you know, not it, quite, but... Yeah, it Could does be. have that sort of rhythm to mm -hmm. it, but this is really more of a um, a law to keep in mind if, uh, you know, when you're troubleshooting electrical appliances or when you're wiring up something. But the the key thing to keep in mind here is, and the reason for, for being aware of the dif difference between neutral and ground, is that it's a real common problem to with an appliance that's not running to have an, what's called an open neutral or it's also called a floating neutral and to understand what that means you got to first understand that neutral the di big difference between neutral and ground neutral is part of the current flow it's part of the circuit it's the return leg for the circuit so you got what they call the hot leg which supplies the the AC and neutral is the return flow because current uh, always needs a circuit in order to flow. Right. Current can't just flow in a wire. It's got to flow and return. The neutral, in that case, is the return for current. Ground is not an intentional uh, path for current to flow. Current will flow in ground if there's some type of fault condition, but generally ground is there just to keep the, um, as it's safety, uh, it's to keep the surfaces of the appliance that you touch that you interact with, the cabinet of the dryer, the touch panel, at ground potential, the same potential that you would be standing on, for example, so that there is n there is no potential difference uh, that would be that you would experience between your hand and your feet, because if there's a potential difference, current's going to flow. Current flows based on a difference right. in potential. Current flowing through the body is not a good thing. Not a good thing. Even microamps, if it flows through, for example, your chest, from one one arm to the other and through your chest can stop your heart. Yeah. Microamps. I read somewhere it was like 13 microamps is all it takes. Wow. To, so it doesn't to have to be the heart. really big shock. No. Oh. And this is why. And a lot of people think, oh well, two, you know, 120 volts is bad. 240 volts must be really bad. No. Voltage doesn't do anything to you. Voltage just creates the potential for current to flow. Mm -hmm. It's current that can kill you. Mm -hmm. And and voltage is what can create the current. The ground is there to Eliminate any voltage potential differences that you may experience in different parts of your body while you're dealing with the appliance and therefore letting current flow through and, and give you a shock in, mm -hmm. in some manner or the other. So um, the, the, the other reason you want to keep this in mind is uh, when you're troubleshooting. So jumping back to what I said earlier about the open neutral, 
if you keep this, you have an appliance that you've, you've measured voltage, you have voltage, but the appliance isn't doing anything, and you've checked it, you've got continuity and all the right components, then I would suspect an open neutral. Dishwasher, real common problem at the junction box. You can get an open neutral, and there won't be any return path for the current. You're measuring 120 volts, but no, no lights are lighting up, no beep beeps. Because it can't flow. Right. If it can't. Leave, Interrupts it can't. the flow. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. And if you would like to see these laws written out and with the little supporting information, where can they find that? They can find that at podcast.fixitnow.com and just uh, click into any one of the um, Samurai's 12 Laws episodes will be linked over to the full and complete article that discusses each of the 12 Laws ad nauseum. Right, so you can mm-hmm. print it out and post it all around your house. Yeah, they're great. They're suitable for framing. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. If uh, you have any comments on this show or any questions, email us at podcast at fixitnow.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So thanks again for downloading and listening. We, we sure appreciate you taking the time out to, uh, to do that. Hope you'll continue to join us and with our other appliance repair adventures and oh it's always an adventure it is so until next time this is samurai appliance repairman and mrs samurai saying sayonara, sayonara.